And we're back on the WRSU crew. Chris Akonis, Mike Nichols, and Robert Baxter. It's time to get back into a more positive sports discussion. And we're going to switch gears and talk about the NHL restart plan. They released the schedule for the play-in round. And looks like this is actually happening. We're however many days, uh, two weeks and five days from hockey coming back on TV. They're going to be playing in Toronto and Edmonton. This is exciting, guys. I think this is actually going to work out. I was very shocked that it was Toronto and Edmonton. Um, they had been releasing every couple of weeks. Is like, oh, this city has been dropped off of the host cities. Um, and it was all just American cities left. And I was like, all right, it makes sense to have it in like Dallas or have it in uh, in Florida. Um, and they really hit me with a fight island being in Abu Dhabi with <laughs> them having their host cities be in Canada. Like, it just seems like it'd be a lot tougher. A lot of the teams, a lot of the players live in America, so it would be make more sense to have the games in America. Uh, I think it's a smart move uh, going to Canada because, listen, uh, getting out of the U.S., like the UFC did with Fight Island, is probably the best idea right now. And uh, Toronto and Edmonton, I think the reason they chose that is because there's so many ranks within close proximity of each other that are capable of hosting a and broadcasting a live NHL game, um, whereas cities such as Dallas isn't really that much. Um, Florida might be a different story, but I don't really know. But I'm just... I am just ecstatic that hockey is going to be starting. There's like six games every day, um, and it is just it is just great. Yeah, and I think you're right. They picked those two cities because they wanted to also avoid the virus and you know just keep their players healthy as much as possible. And for what's worth, I think you know MLS bubble seems to be still going. I think NBA is going to work out okay, despite the fact that it's in Florida. But if you're doing it with an area where there isn't that much infection, you know, you're going to be in a much better spot to start the tournament without any hiccups. So I'm confident this is going to go well. And I think this is going to be a real opportunity for hockey to pick up some new fans. Yeah, I think that we're at a place right now that people are very hungry uh, for live sports, for live action. Um, and I think hockey is one of the sports that if you give it attention, if you decide that you, even if like you pick up a game and you try to figure out how it works and all that hockey is very forgiving and it's a very fun sport to watch. I think I've tried to show it to as many people as I can. And it's weird to say that it's still a, a niche sport. Um, but it's, very entertaining and i think people are going to realize playoff hockey is absolutely crazy and it's a lot of fun yeah playoff hockey is definitely the most fun as a fan most exciting thing to watch um if you compare it to you know nba nba playoffs football playoffs um while those are great in their own right there's literally nothing that compares to uh, NHL playoffs, and I am just so excited for it. Uh, 
Yeah, and you know, I think the other thing we were talking about this off. We were talking about this off the air. Um, another thing that they managed to sneak into the CBA. I know it's not immediately relevant to the tournament, but it's one that you guys were pretty excited about, which is no more B team Olympics. NHL players will be allowed to compete starting in Beijing in 2022. So we're going to get an actual real Olympic tournament. So as a casual hockey fan, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely crazy that we will have hockey back in the Olympics. Um, I think that was one of Bettman's biggest mistakes, and that was the final straw for a lot of NHL fans um, when he decided that <laughs> when he decided that the players uh, let me speak for the players. We're, we want to play for the NHL. We don't want to play for our countries. And you have players like Ovechkin saying, "I want to play for my country. I want to prove that my country is better than everybody else." The Olympics are a breeding ground for great hockey. It's always fun hockey. You have teams like Latvia um, with with one NHL player, uh, and it's always a lot of fun. And then you have USA versus Canada. You have USA versus Russia. You have Canada versus Russia. Uh, and I, I have to go for a second because my dad is yelling at a helpline operator. And he's dropping some explicit language that I don't want Sacco to have to cut out. I mean, for the record, yeah. I couldn't hear any explicit language, but regardless. Oh, yeah. He was uh, he was cursing up a storm. He was asking how many times he has to press two for the help operator. Um, Seven times should do it. Yeah. I, I don't know how many times he had to press it, but goddamn, he's cursing up a lot for, for that many times. Um but yeah, I'm very excited for hockey to be back. Um, it gives you great moments. I remember where I was when TJ Oshie got the thumb for, what was it, like four shootout goals um, in 2014. That was um, great. That was great. Yeah, everybody was watching that. Like everybody stopped. I was working at a hockey rink. Everybody stopped what they were doing, went into the lobby and watched TJ Oshie. Uh, put Team America on their back. Um, yeah, and the I remember the 2014 Olympics, the Winter Olympics. Um, wherever they were, I don't remember, but the Sochi. time zone. So Sochi. Um, the time zone. It was like the games were at like eight in the morning, nine in the morning. Oh yeah, it was <laughs> And uh, yeah, I I just I exactly remember exactly where I was when. I was I was watching that. That was that was great. Uh, I I lost a lot of sleep during that Olympics because I would watch the games while they aired at three in the morning. Um, so I I'm a hockey addict. Uh, I have, I have a problem, but I was I would wake up at three in the morning to watch Latvia face off with Germany. Um, not because it was good hockey, just because it was hockey at three in the morning. Um. Yeah, and I think that that's that's always like that's how much I love hockey, and I'm so happy that that Olympic hockey's back. I just saw the CBA got agreed to. I didn't know that that was weaseled in, um, which I'm very excited about that. As well as I'm excited for a flat salary cap too. Um, I think that having a set salary cap really gets rid of the guessing with teams. It's like. All right, we'll sign you now, and then 
we'll have more money in the future to sign more people. Just set the money high and then let everybody sign who they want to sign. Um, but it does, it does stick the arm behind uh, Toronto's back where they have like three players making up half their salary. But I'm very excited. <laughs> I, I, I got off on a tangent there. Very excited Olympic hockey's back, baby. I'm sorry, Olympic hockey is the best Olympic sport in the Winter Olympics, and uh, I'm just going to stop there. I'm more I'm of a ski dance guy. <laughs> I mean, I, I love, I love what's that, the ice luge? Or, um, I'm a big, uh, what is the one where they go on the knee and they push it? Uh, you mean curling? Come on. Curling, that, that, that's the best. Curling is massively underrated. Yeah, it, curling it, it really fun. is. I think all those people are low-key alcoholics that just make <laughs> Olympic. Like you cannot be sober doing curling, whether it be six a.m. or or like five p.m. Those people are absolutely hammered at sweeping ice. The best had to be the best had to be during the last Olympics. Uh, my dad really got into the curling tournament. And um, we went to a Dave and Buster's. Oh, Let me finish. I discovered the curling. I'm not done. That's your dad's Greek accent. Well, no, no. So basically, what happened was um, we went to a Dave and Buster's one night, and it was on in like the sports bar area. So my dad's like, you know, getting really into it. He starts yelling, him, "Sweep, sweep, sweep!" Like because he wasn't sweeping the broom hard enough, and that knocked the stone out of the way, and we got a lot of looks that night. But yeah, curling's a good sport. So I, I hate to go back to this, but my dad is currently arguing over prices. Uh, there was hidden charges, and he's currently yelling at a poor woman, most likely in Kentucky right now, uh, who is not ready for a Bruce attack. Uh, uh, may I ask what was he overcharged for? I have no clue, but he is he is irate. I hear him pacing around upstairs yelling into his phone, which he is also – fun fact about Bruce, he is partially deaf, so he yells very loud, and he doesn't realize how loud he's yelling. He's screaming into the phone right now. Um, but, yeah, this is this – is, like I'm entertained by this conversation, but I'm also like ear in on upstairs right now. Uh but yeah, that, that's what's going on in the Baxter household. I don't think my dog's too happy about it either. <laughs> my, my dog's very con concerned. But, yeah. So, uh, back to curling. Underrated sport. Uh, very good sport to watch at 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning because that's pretty much the only time they have it on TV. Um or at Dave and Buster's, apparently. <laughs> this was during the Olympics, though, so you have to keep that in mind. What is your least favorite Olympic sport? Well, uh, I mean, I respect the hell out of these guys, but cross-country skiing, it's, that is so boring. Uh, yeah. Um, the guys, they, 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 it's like, it's like they're trying to ice skate on a freaking straightforward 
10. I it is the worst, guys. It is the worst version of the sport where they have the gun on their back and like every now and again they have to stop and shoot a gun. Biathlon. No, I love that one. Yeah, that one that one's like it's that like six great. hours of people just skiing around and like, all right, time to go shoot. <laughs> all right, time to ski again. I want to know what what like drug addict came up with that sport. <laughs> he just had too much time on his hand. He's like, I'm gonna go cross country skiing while at the same time I'm just gonna shoot random targets and then do another circle and shoot the targets again. <laughs> all right, that that you got it from Baxter. The people that uh, curl. Are alcoholics and the person yes. that came up with the biathlon is a drug addict. Oh yeah, that, from that, that's Robert a coke fiend right there. Yeah, that's somebody who's 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 doing loads and loads of cocaine. Um, I, I, yeah. I don't know about that. My, about my least baby. favorite sport is uh, dressage. What? That is the horse dancing. That's an Olympic sport. Of course yeah. it is. Yeah, look up dressage. It is horse dancing. Uh, it's not a good sport. It's literally just a horse jumping up and down the whole time. They get points based on I is don't it, know is what. It, is it Summer Olympics? Yes. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a heater of a sport. Um, don't ask me how I figured out that that was a sport in the Olympics. But I ended up just, when it was in Rio, I ended up watching the Olympics for like 10 hours a day because I had nothing to do with my life. Um, and dressage was one of the sports that I had to turn off. I just, I, I could not do that to myself. So I'm, now, are you, are, are you a dog show kind of guy? Because no, <laughs> no. <laughs> What? Screw you, Mike, for thinking that I'm a dog show guy. Come on. You can't be insulting me like that. That's like that's like saying you're somebody who hangs around like a Kohl's store. Like that's just a weird insult. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you look like you shop at Kids Gap. Like don't do that to me. Don't don't even put my my name in your mouth and say that I'm a dog show guy. I worked a dog show, so no, you didn't. No, you side didn't. Story. At my old Wait, job, no, you I, didn't. You were. I worked at Men in the Sports Arena, um, and every year there's a dog show. I worked the dog show. What's the number one thing that you? What's the number one thing that you'd want to do surrounded by dogs? Did you put the tree in your mouth? You, I'm a dog. No, no, no. I was not. I was security at the dog show. Because the trainers like put the treat in their mouth. They do a lot weirder stuff than that. <laughs> um, I have never seen somebody pick up dog poop with a bare hand. Those people did it. I, w I would. I will never second guess you, Baxter. So. It was like, for for all I know, you could have been the for all I know, you you could have been the person that was picking up the dog poop with your bare hand. There was a dog that was just walking around, just normal dog walking. I heard around. you're not allowed to pet the dogs. You can't. First off, that's number one. All I wanted to do all weekend was pet a dog, 
And finally, on the final day of the dog show, someone's like, oh, yeah, you can pet the dog. Dog comes up to me. He's all happy, all freaking out. He's like, oh, my God, somebody's petting me. And they're like, yeah, this is a bad dog. I'm giving him away. I was like, wow. What? Like, in what world is this a bad dog? This dog just came up to me, like, put his head in my lap and just presented himself to get pet. Like, that was a good dog. That's an amazing dog. An objectively good dog. Yeah, they they were just like, yeah, this is a bad dog. I'm giving him away. Did he not, like, perform well in the show? I don't know. They don't treat their dogs as dogs. They treat their dogs as, like, I don't know what, but it's very demoralizing to the dog. I have never seen a dog shake as much as I have at a dog show. Like, they are so emotionally battered that it's just like, all right, all right, I, I'll, I'll walk in a straight line. <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. Now, are, are, you a, are you a fan of the kitty bowl before the Super Bowl of the year? The puppy bowl? Yes. Not the puppy bowl, the kitty bowl. No, I can't do I don't like cats. Um, oh, God, they're so they're shifty. They're shifty. Kitties. Yeah, they're up to no good. Dogs are vastly superior to cats. Yeah, dogs oh, no. have... You, you are underestimating cats. No, dogs are number one. Dog, dogs and cats are tough. First off, my dog, who is a part pit bull, part uh, hound, is afraid of my grandmother's six-pound little cat. Understandable. My dog is 60 pounds. My dog's supposed to be my, my like helper, my service dog. And when that cat comes, no joke, my dog hides behind me. I, uh... You, 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 you can't tell me dogs, dogs are that much Dogs are the smartest. But dogs are the best. I mean, cats are awesome too, but dog, dogs are great. No, 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 no. Don't, don't get... Don't at me with your cats. Yeah, get... All right. You, so during this, so I'm I'm back on the dating scene on on the social medias. Um, during this, I got a match. I'm just gonna send her a message. Are dogs better than cats? Question mark. Let's see where this goes. I feel like this should be a Twitter poll too. Well, I don't have access to the. Well, I do, so I'll post it. So that'll be our Twitter poll. Of the segment are dogs better than cats and the nice thing about doing this show pre-recorded is no one will know what we're can talking about what happened can you make the third option like equal no no people are worse than every other animal i will no, put, no, no, no. i will put a hyena 100 percent i will put a hyena above i would take a fox before i take another person <laughs> However, foxes are cool. Yes, but they will also kill you in a second. However, I said, can you make a third option that's equal? Like, I would just take a dog and a cat. The bull, or? Say that again? No. Can we just make the third option, like, equal bull? That would also be a a weird thing. What's your favorite pet? Dog, cat, or human? It's <laughs> <laughs> a very, it's a very weird message you're sending, Mike. I'm, I'm, oh my I'm, god! I'm saying dog, cat, or a boat. All right, I'm not saying people. 
Oh, man. Well, back to the Olympics. I mean, this has gone predictably off the rails. I knew the moment I invited Baxter that this is the direction the program would be going. Um, I'm curious. We talked about our favorite winter Olympic sports. I mean, besides hockey, which, you know, goes without saying. Favorite summer Olympic sport. Baxter, I'm going to start with you. None of them. Summer Olympics suck. Really? All of of the sports are bad. There's like 30 different sports. You don't like any of them? them, All of them are boring. Even I am a mixed martial arts fan. Even boxing sucks in the Olympics. Can you imagine if we had an octagon in the Olympics? It wouldn't work because for some reason the Olympics don't like... All right. Yeah, they changed the rules, right? I enjoy boxing. I enjoy the idea of punching someone in the face. I think it is the ultimate sport where you are proving you are better than someone else. Olympic boxing is proving that you have better technique than someone else. There are zero knockouts. There's zero good connection. It is basically shadow boxing on a main stage. Like, it is boxing for points, and it's such a boring thing. I can't do it. Like, I, I've tried to watch Olympic boxing. It does not register with me as real boxing or a real sport. Olympic boxing sucks. So would MMA in the Olympics. Imagine the whole time it was just like, all right, we're actually not going to punch each other. We're going to... It'd be, it's pro wrestling in the Olympics. Like, that's what it would be, is I want to look like I'm better than you without actually proving that I'm better than you. So I, I, I'm annoyed at that sport. <laughs> um, I am very pro Winter Olympics. However, there's, I, I mean, I love watching the cycling, part, partially. Like, I kind of get guilty. I sure I have, like, one that falls. Um, is, is that the one where they're in the bowl? What? There's, like, the cycle dome. No, not that one. Not that one. That one's where, dope. The one where they have the marathon. Oh, alright. I also, I also like the sprinting. Because, you know, I think, I think it's awesome to have three and a half hours of coverage for about seven minutes of sports. Um... <laughs> And um, you know, I kind of like the diving. Okay. But uh, that's that's about it. I mean, did you ever watch the video of like the the Loatian divers, the divers from Laos? No, no, but free Woj. Okay. You you've never seen the people who had never done diving before at the Olympics and they literally did like seven front flips into a belly flop like they they collectively scored like five points out of ten all the divers <laughs> it was it's an amazing video of people who are athletic but don't know how to do their their sport that's what it is it's so great pre hashtag I don't know what that is, but Adrian Wojnarowski got suspended from ESPN for some stuff. 
Wait, uh, you don't know about this back? Free Jeremy Roenick. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That is not what we're dealing with here. JR. Uh, no, Baxter, no. So JR. I completely agree. So basically, um uh this uh senator complained that the NBA was uh putting social justice messages on their jerseys for the restart. And uh, he like called the NBA out on it. And um, the reporter like responded to an email he got from the guy. And he was like, yeah, uh, bleep you. I, I don't care about your opinion. And well, ESPN he, suspended him for two weeks. He only, his only response to the email was F yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That, love like, it. That, that is great. But, like, here's the other thing about it, though, is, like, this isn't just a normal, average, run-of-the-mill reporter. Woj is, like, the breaking news guy for the NBA. Right. So, he, like... He, he is the Adam Schefter equivalent of the NBA. Oh, look. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm laughing right now. I'm listening to my dad talk on the phone. Can you provide us an update? What's going on? Help. The person on the phone is yelling back at him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it anymore. <laughs> so He's broken them. They're getting a zero on their Yelp review. <laughs> it's almost as exasperating as going to a frat party with Jake Ostroff. All right, my parents are going to watch the music soon. Thanks, mom. Um. I don't know if you've noticed this, but anytime I do the crew again. After graduation, quote unquote, um, my parents interrupt every single one. I had my dad beating eggs one time. My mom just walked down, hey, what are you doing? Um, it's real tough in the Baxter household. I miss being in New Brunswick. Yeah. But I think that does it for this segment of the WRSU crew, I see Chris Zaconis nodding at me through video chat. So keep it locked here to WRSU FM New Brunswick or online at WRSU.org.